proposing that the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Today on Church and State, there's a strong possibility that I get us in trouble with the audience. Hello, Christian Patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. With me, as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren, your favorite far-right shock jocks, and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis. And the only podcast brave enough, daring enough, bold enough to talk about faith and politics and have Jesus strike in the middle. Did I cut you off, by the way? No, no, I just, you know, I, I, I wanted us to talk about more than just, you know, that I'm angry, the, the, you're angry. There's two other things I wanted to hint that we're going to talk to you about. The FBI has just issued an alert that's supposedly on a whole new level. And we're going to address also a firearm ammo shortage price increase. But I think the most important thing is, is I'm in a mood. Yeah, you just want to rant. I do. I want to rant. And we were just talking off air about, I want to tell people about our future studio design. Yeah, let's do it. We want to have in our future said studio, a place to where you can actually take said firearm and just shoot from our actual desk and into a safe and closed direction. Yeah, we just turn around and just... Yeah, just, just literally yeah. take out, like, you know... But we also need a rage room. Like, yes, with all of the content that we cover on a daily basis, sometimes we just get angry. And to be able to go into a room and just smash a bunch of televisions and dishes and all sorts of stuff, ah, I'm all in it. I, like, this sounds like one Dude, of the better ideas I we've think, had. I think Alex Jones would literally come to our studio and do an in-studio studio interview if just we to be able to rage stuff to blow up and break. Yeah. Like a bunch of desks we can flip over. And yeah. I mean, this is good If stuff. Jesus threw over tables, okay, then then we can have a studio where you got tables to throw. You know you know why I'm in a mood? Why? I've been on the computer for literally weeks straight. Like, this, my job, you know where I'm good, Gabe. Where am I good? I'm good in front of people, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm good there. You're, you're very good at just interacting with people. You don't remember everybody's name. We got to work on that. No, I'm terrible We got to work on that. I'm the king of hey, man. But, yeah, yeah, or hey, brother. That's the classic That's the at church, church one. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. Yeah. No, um, Hello, but brethren. I've been on the computer for weeks now, just staring at the computer, and it's driving me insane. Like, I am going batty over here. And I think that's why, like, you're like, what are we going to talk about today? And you're sending me all these stories and everything. And I'm like, no, I just want to wing it. I just want to go right off the cuff and just rant. And. Well, I have a microphone and you don't. So you will listen to every word I have to say. That's right. That's my mood today. All right. Before we get to that point, let's talk about our website. Churchandstate.media. It is a fantastic site. I mean, look how beautiful this is. Yeah, look at it. Look, it's amazing. Scroll, scroll. Yes, scroll through. Look at all our guests. We had some great guests. Yes. Yeah. Clay Clark. John Cooper. That John Cooper interview was fantastic. His beard was amazing. Yes. All right. So that's our website. You got to download the shows because you want to know what's going on in the world from a Christian patriot perspective. Is there any other perspective you need? Look, we love the Lord. We love our country. All right, we're going to fight for it. That's what you want to be listening, not to this MSNBC's NPR where everybody talks like this all the time and puts you to sleep halfway through the episode. No, you don't want any of that crap. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right. Anyway, Well, we want to highlight one of our sponsors as Caleb's on his rant. I want to highlight what Caleb has in his hands. 
Okay, hold that up for our audience. He actually, I don't know what is with this four-year-old, like, putting things in his mouth. This silver right here, you can acquire from Precious Metals dealer, Andrew Sorcini, Precious Metals Exchange, Inc. And uh, this is a phone number you can actually legitimately receive an actual human being, 866-346-5325. Caleb, why do people need to get silver? Why? Because traditionally speaking, historically speaking, this is something that always retains its value. And no matter what happens in the world, like let's just go full on apocalypse, apocalypse, right? Where we're, you know, all those dystopian movies that you and I love that we always put on and our wives are like, yeah, I don't want to watch this. Right. They right? Well, I've got the remotes. Movie. You will listen to every. No, anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I told you I'm in a mood. Uh, but this stuff, think about it. During the apocalypse, there's going to be people are people. Yeah. And they're always going to be able to be bribed. You can have that little UN blue helmeted idiot that's not allowing you through that checkpoint and you just pass them a couple of these. these. Boom. You're set. Okay. That's why gold and silver is always something that you want to have on your hand. And then there's also this. Okay. Some of you are thinking, well, why would I get rid of my silver? You know, it's not going to hold its value in the event of blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. You're right. Actually, don't hold on to it. Put it in a safe deposit box. Get loans based on the valuation of your silver. So we're not saying just sit on it like some giant nest. Do something with it. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. Call Andrew Sorcini. He's recommended by General Flynn. Okay. If you're recommended by a four star general, you're trustworthy. We've talked with Andrew. We've had him on the show. You can go back and listen to said episode. So with that, moving if on. If that metal doesn't work, there's always these ones. Ooh. Right? Go ahead. Transition escape. Because we've got now another one. There's uh, another type of metal. They, 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 they pop up. This is a cute little Pez dispenser for all you liberals. Okay, this is a little, little you know, I want a Pez. You want a Pez? Don't, don't eat that. He literally put it in his mouth. <laughs> Bro. Just because it bugs you. You're going to get like some type of lead poisoning. Well, you could acquire you, you could acquire these at our other sponsor, who is actually my favorite sponsor. Go ahead and take us to that site, PondereyBallistics.com. We're, we're, we're hoping and very soon to have our own church and state promo code. But if you go into the site, whatever purchase you make in the notes, you can actually type in heard about from church and state, you will receive expedited shipping. You will also get, for those of you who buy a thousand rounds of five, five, six, you're going to get 45 cents around. Also, you will be getting a 10% off coupon for your next purchase. And uh, so very excited guys get armed up. If you're not getting ready right now, I actually think you're just being selfish with your funds. You, you need to think, Hey, Caleb COVID rounds were a dollar a piece during uh -huh. COVID. Yeah. It's time Be to get. Wise. Yeah, it's time to get armed cents. up. It's not going to stay there. And in fact, we have a story that's going to address we'll that. We'll cover in a that. Bit. Yeah, just in a minute. All right. So if you're worried about my mental health, don't worry. So am I. You can donate directly to churchandstate.media. Maybe you can pay for my medical bills. They're mounting. Uh, Pay into us, and we can continue to be on the American Christian Network. Lastly, if you want to get a hold of us, Church and State 1776 at proton.me. All right, Gabe, I was listening to a show that I really don't put on all that often. Every once in a while, like, if I'm at that point where I need to take a nap, and you know you need that white noise. You, you know what white noise is, right? 
Yeah, so well, my, my son runs a fan while he sleeps. I don't, I don't understand why people have to do that. Do you have to do that? Well, sometimes I do, and the best white noise, in my opinion, is be vigilant in emancipation propaganda. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Shots fired. Yes, yeah, so the other day I was, I was trying to take a nap, and I'm listening to emancipation propaganda, and uh, it worked. I, I was out. I, I, I heard this part, though. I heard this part. She was, Ashley was talking about Mary and how, as a pregnant woman, how difficult it would have been to to travel that many miles on a, the back of a donkey. And she was, you know, she was lamenting this and, and all the women, you know, and, and Matt who listens or watches Hallmark movies all the time, he was right there with her, right? But it got me thinking, let's talk about poor Joseph. Like, oh can we put gosh. ourselves in Joseph's shoes? Number one, he's got a wife who's just complaining nonstop on like a 300 mile journey, right? And then she's on the donkey. I bet you she didn't even give him a turn on that donkey. You think? She shouldn't have. You're supposed to be on my side. That's a lot of dead air. Anyway, <laughs> you're not with me on this one. Come on. Let's anger our female audience. No, I'm actually, I'm, th this time I'm actually a feminist on this one. You're one ugly feminist. Yeah, that's all right. The beard is coming in handy. Okay. Anyway, I think I'm done with the white noise of those two shows. Uh, they are still continuing to suggest that we should wave the white flag of the truce and uh, that this war is over. And, that, and, and they've also said that they can beat us. At I, what? Um, maybe badminton? We should have a televised like event of said sport. They want to I'm actually bring us on. They want to bring us on the show, all six of us together, and we can spar. I don't think they're ready for this. Especially, make put me in the mood that I'm in right now. <sighs> they don't stand a chance. All right. Let's talk a little bit about some of the things that you wanted to talk about before I go off. Yes. So the FBI has issued what I would like to call a wag the dog terror threat. Um, if you could imagine in a world where we say all the time on this show, hey, guys, hey, hey, Joe, hey, hey, everybody in Washington, there's a porous border. We should probably recognize this. We should probably, you know, be conscious of this. Um and it just goes nowhere, Caleb. They don't. They don't do anything. They don't. They don't help. Your your own brother works for the border patrol, and he sees it on a daily basis. What is so strange is now the FBI is addressing a terror threat. Now watch this video and enjoy the irony. Breaking news about America's national security and the warnings from the FBI to local, state, and federal law enforcement about the possibility of terror attacks right here in the homeland. CBS News got a look at a new joint bulletin that warns groups like al-Qaeda and ISIS will likely use the Israel-Hamas war to increase calls for violence in the U.S. this holiday season. This bulletin right here says that the most likely primary targets could include churches, synagogues and members of the Jewish community. Now, today, the FBI director was telling senators that the U.S. is facing the highest risk of attack in years, that there are blinking lights everywhere, oh, and warning lights. terrorists will exploit the southern border. The head of the FBI says the bureau is working to identify and disrupt these potential attacks, with foreign terrorist groups openly calling for strikes against Americans. He also said that the number of threats are at a whole other level since the October 7th attack you, on Israel. You know what I want to ask these level. people? You, you, literally, you know what I want to ask these mainstream media, media idiots and the FBI for that matter? Like, what is exactly that you say you do around here? Because anybody who listens to a program like, I don't know, Church and State, 
yeah, you know what? We've been talking about this for months. And you idiots can't even, I mean, you literally, Gabe, you nailed it. Wag the dog type of moment. Finally, the mainstream media is coming out and saying something about what anybody with their eyes open already knows. Yeah, we've had a porous border. Okay, yeah, we've had thousands, hundreds of thousands of other than Mexicans, because that's what they're termed, okay, other than Mexicans crossing the border. Yeah, you think we got some sleeper cells in here? And you think maybe during two of the most important holidays to both Jews and Christians, Hanukkah, Christmas, that there might be a terror attack in the United States? Is that too far? Am I, am, am I maybe nailing something here? Every Everything that we've projected now kind of comes down to, like, I have a prediction, okay? And this is not a joke. This is an actual reality. There's going to be, in a major city, I think either Detroit Houston, Texas, or New York, and maybe even Orlando. Some type of attack on a synagogue within the next few days because that would still be under the, 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 the term of Hanukkah. And they want to make an attack that's visible. Now, I also say to all you Christians out there in churches, you're, you, they're naming you when they say churches, places of worship, and synagogues. Christian, that is you. So your security team at your church, you need to be prepared. Those of you who uh, go to especially large churches, you need to be conscious. You need to be awake. You need to be aware. Does this, does this create a, a threat to you? No. I'm, I, here's the reality. We've been saying it and saying it and saying it. You have a porous border from the north and from the south. And those of us who and live up here. from sea to shining sea yeah, as Seattle, well. Their ports, everything is it's completely porous. Um, so those of you with our proximity to the northern border, be very conscious. Yeah, and, and give me your magazine real quick. Uh, you, look, you're talking about church security. You're talking about getting ready for things. All right, Gabe, do you know why I like to put your bullets in my mouth? Because you grease them with bacon grease. <laughs> That's why. And if you didn't get that joke, then you need to study Islam a little bit more. That's, but So, no, no, actually explain that. Because here's the thing. If, if, if any Islamic person is in contact with Pig. Pork. They're unclean. They're unclean. And they can't enter to heaven. As they die. Yeah. But so, to them, that's very scary. Yeah, we're going to a little us. extreme here. But but seriously, ladies and gentlemen, when you hear it for months on end from shows like ours, and then finally the mainstream media wakes up enough to, or I can't even say that. They're not waking up. They're finally revealing what they legitimately want to happen. Okay, because that's the thing. This is projection. Once again, they are pushing a narrative that they want to introduce into your mind so that when it happens, maybe in days from now, you're like, oh, yeah, no, I, I knew that. I knew that because I watch MSNBC and, and you know, I, I'm, I'm keeping abreast of these things and I'm so much better than the masses of population only watch TikTok. No, you're a fool. You're a fool because you are watching this garbage still. Okay, this attack, attacks like these are going to happen in the United States. And right now, you have to make the decision of how prepared you're going to be to, I don't know, be okay to maybe combat this attack. I mean, we're just talking about with, with Sean from the, the bullet, uh, the Pondere Ballistics. The, yeah, thank you, Pondere Ballistics. And what did he, what did he, what was he saying? Like, you need to be ready if you're out to lunch and a jihadi attacks you. You need to be ready to put him down immediately and not just put him down. I mean, make sure he's down for the count because so many of these individuals wear vests that, oh, they might explode. 
So yeah, you want to make sure those types of individuals cannot do anything to harm you or your family or the people around you. I know we're Christians. I know that this is really close to Christmas, but this is just the reality of the world we live in. Recently, also, we have an article from Newsweek, okay? Ammo prices set to rise substantially. Now, inside the article, I'm going to jump ahead. We're going to go and kind of dissect this piece by piece. But when we look back at all the ammo we've given to Ukraine, we, we are seeing bottom of the barrel in our reserves, yeah, Talks we got Zelensky, who is just back in the United States doing his little song and dance. And you've seen his dance. He's impressive, like with those skin tight. Oh, yeah. you know, I mean, he's good creepy. at what he does, right? Creepy. But he's doing his song and dance once again. And, of course, all the Warhawks. You got the Lindsey Grahams and the Nikki Haley. And then over on the other side, you know, the Democrats are supporting this as well, the Chuck Schumers. But yeah, they're all saying we got to continue to support Ukraine because, you know what the narrative is now? When Russia wins, we lose. It's not just Ukraine, right? It's America. We lose. So we got to get in bed with the Ukrainians to fight a proxy war that we really have no business being engaged in and more than likely actually initiated. Then, of course, we've got more wars, more rumors of wars. And so, yes, what do you think is going to happen is we take all of our supplies, similar to what we did with gas, to keep our prices artificially low, we're going to run out of ammunition, And at that point, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not prepared yourself to ensure that you've got stockpiles of ammunition, like all the all the camera angles when they arrest somebody, right? If you don't have this, then you've got a club. And those of you who sometimes you just wait to the very last second, like Caleb and I with Christmas presents for our wives. Okay, reality. Have you shopped yet? By the way, no, me neither. Not a bit. Yep. Okay. You're freaking me out. But anyway, those of you who wait to the last second, like Caleb and I with Christmas presents for our wives, you're going to be paying quite a bit of money. We talked with Sean and the crew at Pondre Ballistics. They set their prices to where they're able to not have to hike during influxes like this. Listen to the press release uh, from a Minnesota-based company called Vista Outdoor, and uh, it's a parent company in many firearms businesses. They say, due to world events, our suppliers have notified us of unprecedented demand for an anticipated global shortage of gunpowder. It's not it's not uh, primers now, Caleb. It's gunpowder. And thus has increased our prices substantially. Vice President of Sales, Sporting Products, Brett Nelson sent the letter. We therefore must raise our pricing to offset those increases. You're going to see a one to seven percent increase in the shot. You're going to see one to seven percent in in rifle rounds. One to five percent in handgun. Twenty two long rifle. One to five percent. Um, WMR HMR one percent. One to seven percent. Primers five percent. Alliant powder ten percent. Now, this is where I want to go into the whole like. Okay, yeah, I don't want to leave this kind of taste in people's mouth that I'm pro Putin. Okay. I, I, I'm not anti. Okay. I, I, I know this war is useless. It's using up our product. Okay. But, but I'm not pro Putin. So I have to say that I have to, and contextually, cause there is some conservatives that are out there right now that are pro Putin. Yeah. And I think you got to remember, okay, this is a red green access. Putin has no good that he wants for the red, white, and blue. Okay. Thoughts. Thoughts. Are no, you no, I, I'm, I'm with you on it. Like I, I've said this before. I don't think you were on this episode, but I said I'm an anti-war libertarian. Like I don't want to go to war, and I certainly don't want to get engaged in wars in foreign nations that don't benefit or actually harm the United States. And I think that's what we're seeing here. All right. So, would uh, you be doing what is like? Would you be fighting for your country if you lived in the U- Ukraine? Absolutely, I yeah. would be. 
So I think people hear us talk about um, this is a waste of American resources, and you think we just want to leave these people hanging. But there's a bigger, bigger, much larger, much sinister plan going on here. And and, and here here's what's going on. The Second Amendment is is for us what? Well, the Second Amendment, it just guarantees that we continue to have our God-given right to self-defense. That's what the Second Amendment gives us. It doesn't give us that right because government can't give you rights. But no, it literally just it limits the government in, as far as taking away our right to bear arms. Now, they're saying that if we support this as a nation, this crucial element of a global response, if we leave them hanging, then it will be on us. See this guilt it's, it's now that we propaganda. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah that, that's exactly what it is. It's propaganda. It's tugging at your heartstrings, which is exactly what propaganda does. To where if we leave the Ukrainians hanging, then it's the blood is on our hands. No, it's not. No, it is not. You know who? You know whose hands it's on? It's on the people who started the war, and that's not Americans. That's not even Ukrainians. It's a bunch of global elitists that are playing chess. You're the pawn, and and now we're in a war that ultimately is resulting in millions of deaths and it's going to cost us a ton of money and probably our national sovereignty. Absolutely. The, the thing is, is we keep having this conversation of, of is the second amendment a God given right? Yes. Or is it just a piece of paper? No, we have the right to self-defense. It's a God given right. And I will stand on that. And I don't, I, I mean, I think biblically I can back that as well. So, no, I, I, I disagree with anyone who says it's just a piece of paper that uh, the Founding Fathers didn't intend for it to be these modern weapons of war. You're absolutely wrong, and, and I will go to battle against you on that. By the way, you just gave me a great idea for a Christmas present for go. our wives. You ready go. for this? Okay, imagine this. You're at Christmas. The fire's burning. The Christmas tree's up. She's feeling very jolly because it's tis the season. Do women feel jolly, though? Because if I ever describe my wife as jolly, she would be insinuating that I'm calling her the, the F word, F-A-T. I can't. Jolly? You should try it out. Film it for me. Honey, you're Let's jolly. You look really jolly. I don't know if I, That doesn't sound wise. I don't know. That's a good question to the audience. Can can men call women jolly looking? Can we do that? I don't know. But doesn't anyway. Sound safe. All right. So, regardless, you get him a card. Okay. It's going good already, isn't it? All right. And inside said card is, honey, I got you for Christmas a Merry Christmas wish from two podcasters of one of the greatest shows in America right now. And then you and I just, on, on Church and State, we just say Merry Christmas to our wives. You think that'd work? They're not going to be impressed. Oh, I'm impressed. We could try. I, I think it's a great you idea. You direct that same thing to our moms, they'll be impressed. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think our moms would be impressed. True. They are They are definitely our biggest fans. All right, sorry. So I'm, I'm curious. Can you vent to me what, elaborate what besides computers? And I'm, I'm serious. The church the church is something that you work in. I know we call me church and you, you state. But the reality is what Caleb does is he works. This is his card. It has my phone number on it. Don't hand yeah, that out. He, uh, he is a... Cascade Regional Manager. Actually, that's not accurate anymore. Now okay, I'm a senior manager. Okay. Well, the reality is he's dealing with churches on a daily basis. And what's interesting is um, you're trying to unify the body of Christ, mo- mostly for what is coming. Okay. And you have to do it. You have to walk on eggshells. I know what he does. I've seen how he does it. 
he has to get through the gamut of administrators to get to the senior pastor. Every senior pastor has got like a bunker worth of administrators protecting him, isolating him. Cause you can't talk to the pastor unless you get like 16 people to finally get you in. Once he gets in, will the pastor even be having any type of reception towards getting ready for the next COVID? Or is he looking at you like some type of weird uh, creature from the doctor island of Dr. Moreau. Like- I, I think I have a plan with how to get through to these pastors. Okay. And it's just like COVID-19 when COVID-19 was happening and you, you had to walk into the store and they're like, mask, mask. I would literally just brush right past them with intentionality in my step and just uh, over my shoulder. I'm exempt and just keep going right from now on. When I go into a church and the, and the gatekeepers right there, I'm just going to say, I have an I'm appointment. I yeah, no, yeah, I have an yeah, appointment yeah, yeah. and just okay. keep going through. It might work. Go. I don't know. Try but, it. But no, seriously, Gabe, there is a lot of frustration in the job that I do. And the frustration is because the church is so lackadaisical on what is going on culturally. I'm so extremely frustrated by how many Christians, both in leadership and just your average lay person, right, who will not engage in really what I consider to be the Great Commission, all right? If we are supposed to go out there and make disciples, that doesn't mean, hey, come to church, you got baptized, you're a Christian now, see you next week. No. So you're saying there's more to salvation than just... Fire insurance. Absolutely there is, right? When you talk about being a disciple, right, what does that mean? That means you got to pour into their life. You can't expect somebody to just come to a worship service and give their life to Christ and be okay. You know what? The same demons that they've been combating in their secular life, they're going to combat as they're a new Christian. And so what is discipleship? Raising them up to where they can defend their faith, to where they understand all of these principles that you and I rant on all the time on church and state, and that includes the culture war, okay? If a Christian, if somebody who just came to Christ— They've just been baptized, but they have not been discipled. They're not going to know that abortion is wrong. Right. They're going to buy the lie that everyone talks about that just Jesus is love. Jesus is love. We just got to love them. You know, homosexuality, that's fine. That's fine. You know what? We just got to love on them. They're going to buy these lies. Do we think we have a problem in the American church when so many Christians just think this type of lifestyle is okay? Yeah. And you know why? Because you haven't discipled them. Question. If we were to have like a poll as far as reasons why, um, you know, usually reasons why you don't make a purchase, sometimes they'll have like a little thing you can fill out. You know, I didn't like this, didn't fit, or this is why I'm sending it back to Amazon. You know, th- you know, it was the wrong product. Why is it the most common answer that you get from pastors that they don't want to join and lock arms with other pastors and with Turning Point Faith? If it, why, why are they, why are they, why are they, saying they don't want to be a part of it. Fear. It's one word. It's fear. Fear of man, which, by the way, as Christians, we're not supposed to be afraid of man because man can only harm our flesh, our physical bodies. But it's the God in heaven who can actually send us to hell because we haven't believed in Jesus Christ, right? That's the person we should fear. That's why the Bible tells us that the beginning of wisdom or or fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom, right? So why be afraid to address things that you know are wrong, okay? If you can say in private to me that abortion is wrong, then you should be able to say it from the pulpit. 
right? If you can look at what's going on with the transgender agenda and say that is wrong, why can't you preach that from the pulpit? Oh, because I might hurt somebody's feelings. Truth divides. That's yeah, biblical. Jesus said, I've come not just to bring peace, but I've come to bring a sword. Amen to that. Well, Division. rant's over. I'm out of time. Church of State is sponsored in part by the Constitution Party and Patriot Church. I'm Gabe Blomgren, and a calm does not suit me. I'm Caleb Collier, and I was born for a storm. Welcome to the fire.